0: Hello. Welcome, welcome. Another week of the space with Alyssa Hartley. But this time we have a guest. We have a guest. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> oh. Okay, so excited. Here we go. Oh my
1: goodness. goodness. I'm so excited. Okay,
0: (laughs) that was really glitchy, and I don't
1: want to say I manifested this, because I was like, anytime we jump on, the frequency is just, like, through the roof, and I feel like we always have these, like, random glitches sometimes. Yeah. It's never clear out the whole thing, so I feel like we got it out of the way.
0: Oh, I grabbed my, like, smoky quartz.
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, I'm I'm so glad you did that, because I grabbed, um... I grabbed some crystals. I grabbed some cedar. So I'm excited to talk a bit about that. Um because I feel like as you probably know, I'm I have a very special bond with uh both trees and crystals, so
0: <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy that you're here. Um I know that we didn't like plan anything specific for tonight. Like I love that we can just kinda like um just feel into the energy of, of the group and feel into our energy um but yeah I just wanted everyone watching just to get to know a little bit more about you um if there's anything that you wanted to share about yourself or about your journey um or how you connect your intuition whatever you feel called to share um to just give everyone just a little glimpse into you because I know that you are absolutely amazing. amazing And um, I feel like I try to share like resources in this space or like things that have helped me along my journey. And this is the first time that I get to share like an actual human. (laughs) Yeah. What a gift.
1: It's so funny because in the small business world, it's tax season. So it's the mundane, boring part of my job season a little bit. But it was cool because I was actually reflecting because I totally had no idea what I was doing. I was not prepared for it. And I was reflecting on like when we connected because it was pretty much like a year ago, almost exactly a year ago. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why you were the person jumping out of me when I was doing it. I just kept thinking about how everything aligned. So, um, yeah, I would love to just with what you were saying. I think the biggest things popping out was like kind of, yeah, I guess my my more recent, I guess spiritual experience and kind of how i got connected with what i feel connected to so i know you and i have talked a lot about this about how at least for me i believe that spirituality you know depending on the person they have different definitions but for me i think spirituality refers to anything that kind of creates this intimacy with life anything beyond kind of just the ordinary i guess day-to-day functions like anything that makes you kind of feel connected to something a lot bigger. And for me, that was always in nature, but I never... You know when you grow up and people tell you about, like, religions and, like, they talk about spirituality, you hear things like yoga and chakras and stuff like that, and I feel like it. whenever someone else was telling me something, never really resonated with me, so I didn't really kind of dive into my spirituality until I was living on my own and all these kind of synchronicities started happening, and I just... I had this, I guess, view of what spirituality was, and then I kind of started seeing it this way. I started feeling a lot more connected to life, more present, and um, I've always been really connected to nature. So I think it's funny because I kind of formed my own type of spiritual readings and, and all these different things. So I'd say my first kind of love that I didn't realize was spiritual at the time growing up was uh, rocks and crystals, and I just ever since I can remember I've literally been I started I think my crystal collection when I was four or before that probably I would just like I would pick them up I remember I had this beautiful kind of set of trees along my house and there was all these like s- similar white rocks and every time I picked one up I thought it was like a unique one because I just was like well the energy of this one's amazing even though they look the exact same to everyone you know I mean those like yeah. garden beds so, yeah, and then it wasn't until I was living on my own when I was a bit older. I was probably like 18 or 19. And I felt like I really had this space to kind of really be fully myself. And I remember I got really into like crystals even more. And I started, I was living in a big city. I was living in Toronto at the time. There's all these amazing crystal stores. So I was like always really into like the physical properties of crystals. And then I really started kind of being like, well, what makes. For example like a rose quartz like the the stone of love so I definitely got more into like this holistic view of it like how can I explain to someone who's really scientific like why people think this is a stone of love and I got really into like kind of bridging this duality I guess that people have and so it's funny because through crystals is actually how I kind of figured out a lost part of like my ancestry that i never really got connected to till i was older and a big part of myself which i know you know this i am obsessed with trees i have been since i was a kid but i never realized that was such a spiritual part of me and it wasn't actually until i was going to a crystal shop in toronto that i found this deck this tree deck i knew nothing about trees i didn't know i was celtic at the time because i got this celtic tree deck and i was like I don't know why I didn't know anything about decks. I didn't know the difference between tarot and oracle. I was at that phase and I got it. It was, I've never been so connected to a deck in my whole life. And it's actually based off of Celtic tree wisdom. So um, the Celts, they look to trees for different types of medicines and they're very spiritual and it's kind of like their own form of astrology. So every person has like a birth tree and different traits and actually they're, original alphabet is based off the trees so we have like a b and c and that means nothing to us whereas for them like instead of the letter a it was represented by something else and it actually represented the oak or you know the willow stuff like that so it was really crazy because i got really like i got really into this and i got really into trees and their spiritual meanings and this especially from a celtic lens which is actually pretty difficult to study because it's been so long forgotten and No one really passed along that information other than, like, kind of the Celtic tree astrology stuff.
0: Mm.
1: And, um, yeah, I just, and then I ended up finding out that I was Celtic from kind of doing this. And I was like, okay, I I was like, I need to talk to my mom. And it it turns out it was on my mom's side. And uh, because, like, they just weren't really, they didn't really talk about their ancestry. But it turns out that my, yeah, my, my mom's main name is Kent. So I'm Irish and Scottish. So... Like, all these weird synchronicities where I was like, what are the odds? So, anyways, I am a huge nature spirit. I believe in, like, caring for the earth, like, mind, body, and spirit. And I know you're in my tree course right now. I'm teaching a a yearly tree course to dive into the trees of each cycle because there's 13 lunar cycles and there's actually 13 tree lunar cycles. So, it's really, really cool. And, yeah, it's just I, I have a connection to trees and I have a connection to, like, the earth where that's, like, that's my spirituality. Like, I I think the earth carries so much, I guess, messages and teachings that we can interpret in our own life. Like, even if you look at the process of a garden, making a garden, I think we can learn so much from that if we take that analogy. So, anyways, I feel like I, like, that's, like, my summary of what I can of my spiritual journey.
0: Love it. Uh, (laughs) Love it. And, like, I believe that, like, ultimately – like spirit is one truth, right? And we just have different. Things. Everyone has a different way of connecting in their own way. They find their truth throughout this lifetime. You have such a beautiful connection to spirit, and you speak such a beautiful language of spirit, like through the trees and through nature. And so, it's so aligned with like you and your energy, and. I know you mentioned, of course, um, and we're doing that. Like, I am a student of the trees as well. Um, you can join if anybody out there is interested in learning more about trees and, like, the Celtic astrology. Like, you're offering it kind of by donation. You can drop in months by month, whatever. Um, but, yeah, if anybody wants to, feel free to reach out to either me or Mel um, to get more information about it. I've learned a lot from it, and having a little bit of a base of like traditional astrology i can really it like base the trees on traditional astrology like there's so many similarities to like the energy of the year and how it relates to astrology versus celtic trees i don't know yeah. if- <laughs> <laughs> <No>? <laughs> it's-, yeah, yeah. it's amazing
1: yeah, I think that's. I think that's why we kind of like. I don't know. There's so it's so cool because you and I have such a really cool connection, and you, and like we we fully and wholeheartedly, I feel like feel each other's energies and like understand kind of each other. But we we both have our different kind of. I want to call it like modalities, I guess, or like ways of connecting to spirit. But and like we have things that cross over, and in ways that we dominantly use that are different, and. I I think that's, like, the, I don't know, that's just, like, the cool thing is when you can look to someone else's beliefs and not kind of shut them down, but instead use them to actually, like, see what you, you see further, and I'm definitely a believer in that, is, like, I think a lot, unfortunately, of, like, what happens in the world is, like, when people don't agree or, like, have different spiritual beliefs or religious and stuff like that, is, like, A lot of times we just want to be like, no, because it threatens our beliefs, but really just like, for example, how I like another way I connect to like spirit or like my spirituality is through art. Whereas for someone else, it might be through reading or taking baths or being out in nature. So like, I think we can use like these different energies to go further and see things more holistically versus being like, oh, this isn't a part of it. Because like, for example, that's how, I remember the first time I saw the word, like, eco-spirituality, and there's also, like, other ones, and I I really, I finally was like, wow, that's so true, like, a part of my spirituality is also, like, helping the planet, like, trying to be more sustainable, trying to make it more accessible, because I know we've talked about that, it's, like, trying to find a way to, like, honor your services and your time, but also, like, trying to make it accessible so people can access this especially within sustainability and um, I know you know what I just went through with a a big business (laughs) recently but like there's a lot of greenwashing and there's a lot of ways where these things are like marked up because it's a trend versus being like oh no these are swaps where like you buy it once and and then and it's usually pretty much the same price or if not cheaper than the other item and you never buy it again. So it kind of, it's like the opposite of trying to find a consistent clientele. I usually find people that I'm like, yeah, you buy this once and you probably never have to see me again. And I'm happy with that because you've made this switch. So yeah, I think it's so cool how just, I don't know, I I totally believe the earth has so much to offer in terms of like analogies and literal teachings and spiritual and mindful ones. So I totally just went off base. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Got so excited. So
0: excited. I love it. Uh, i i i um I hear you when you talk about like you want people to not really return to you as like a sustainable like company like a business and as well like offering your service as like an, an reading right like you do by donation. I have like a sliding scale as well, and I think it's really important to stay to that like value like regarding like offerings and stuff, yeah,
1: yeah. And I definitely find I was actually reflecting on this because like I said I've been doing my small business taxes for the first time ever and I was thinking just reflecting and really like it really hit home how much like I was like I don't think I could really ever see myself changing it to be anything other than by donation because honestly by putting it out there it's almost like I'm putting this trust out there and I feel like the like the people who want to connect with me put that trust back they're like oh I see this is someone who actually is gonna like provide me this service and I'm going to honor that I usually I've I've have like I've always like honestly attracted people in this business who've respected that like that exchange and I think it's something that's so special because I'm basically saying and acknowledging that everyone has different views of like what they can afford like what something's worth and honestly you know I've had tons of people be like this isn't what I view your services as being worth but Um, Like, this is what I can afford, but I also feel still kind of honors your time and energy. And, like, that's why I do it that way, because I do think it's really important, especially with spiritual services, to acknowledge that, like, it's not a capitalistic thing. It's something that, as long as you're honoring, like, this exchange in in a way that you feel is fair, and if there's anything I feel resistant to, then I can make those adjustments in my businesses, like, my business structure if I wanted to, but honestly I couldn't see it any other way because I find like just with everyone kind of pooling together like depending on like who I'm doing the reading for it really ends up working out and honestly like I said I feel like in a way I it's changed my mentality around like my like my money mindset and like exchange and energy exchange and it's actually made me kind of I find like give back in a lot of ways it's it's very interesting, but and I think this is like one of the what's the there's like a tree book that a lot of people have read. It's by Peter. Um, I'm gonna mispronounce his last name, but it's Peter W. Um, and he talks a lot about like how trees have this community where all the roots are interconnected, and they they will like for example, if a tree is really healthy and their roots and mycelium is connected with another tree in its space it will just keep sending that tree as much nutrients as it needs expecting nothing back. Cause it's not a healthy tree. And it kind of keeps this like community where all the trees are thriving versus being like, Oh, I have like the most, and I'm not going to share with this weak one. So I think that's something that we can learn from as community. And I've definitely learned from in regards to being a small business. Cause like, for example, you and I both offer like spiritual services, but we like promote and like, help each other and support each other. And I think that's so, it makes such a big difference in your life to like have that mentality towards friends or other businesses and stuff versus being like, oh, I'm not going to do that because they're like the competition or something. So
0: like, I really feel that like moving forward into the age of Aquarius, like the further we go into the age of Aquarius, um, just collectively, the more collaboration, the more like working together we're going to see. Um, we're realizing that we can't really do and come down comes like people that are in our close circle like we're supporting each other we're offering each other a resource we're helping each other grow and advance you know we're working with each other's momentum mm-hmm. is really going to be the way of the future yeah it's like intuitively, intuitively yeah yeah
1: i totally feel that i did a reading i remember when like everything kind of hit about a year ago and I often talk about this it's like it's such a like a hard water to tread so I, I tread it very lightly it's to say like you know especially like with this past year and just like honestly this the past like 10 years in general we've seen a lot of progress in regards to speaking out about like racism about mental health about like LGBT like all these different areas of life and honestly I know at least for me, like, for example, I'm sure everyone feels this way. You you go online and you see these, like, hurtful or hateful comments, and it's such a, like, a weird, like, it's just, like, the complete opposite, right? Of, like, how probably, like, a lot of people feel. But, and it's really easy to feel like, oh, I thought we were making all these, like, advancements or changes or benefits for the better. And then you see this reflection online, you're like, maybe not. But honestly, it's really all of these people that don't feel like that sense of like, they're not this sense of feeling like acceptance or safety and like all people, like they're all like in this like one area and that that's where they're talking. But I honestly truly believe like, the the more that they're, they're getting scared of because the, it's not a world that like accepts their views I really do think we're moving towards a world where like things are becoming more accessible especially work like the 40-hour work week is dead it's not it's dead <laughs> like where you can work in the world like all these things that were told to us wasn't possible like we made it possible this past year and it's not going to go anywhere like like we are gonna come out on the other side of like what's going on right now in the world like we are gonna that's going to heal with time, but we're going to keep all the at least beneficial structures. So the things of like, yeah, being able to work wherever you want people starting their own passion projects, people taking time to rest and realizing that like the value and connection, that's where I say I tread lightly. Is like, I think a lot of times you say stuff like this and kind of like a little bit like, screw you. Like, like obviously it's been a hard time. Yeah. It's not to say that it's not a difficult time, but instead of, Like, we already know there's been difficult times, but I'm just saying that there's, there are, there has been benefits. Like, it's kind of like that quote where it's like, not every day is a good day, but there's something good in every day. Yeah. Um, It's not to say that it's, it's great or it's pleasant or it's like overall positive, but there is something within it that has, is going to like aid us in this journey. Just like how everyone can, I'm sure, look at one point in their lives where they went through something difficult. And it ended up making them so much more resilient, or they learned something, or there or an old friendship was shed that was meant to, or or whatever it was meant to like happen. I hope that makes sense. Like I'm trying to, like I said,
0: tread lightly. <laughs> like one person in my life that hasn't gone through a major life in Not- like, yeah. every- <laughs> like like because yep. you know, we. I- take that collective pause and pay attention and, like, look inward and be like, oh, and, like, reflect and then all these things are painting in relation to what's happening, like, within, right? Yeah. And, yeah it's ultimately, like, one big gift. Yeah.
1: I think I talked about this in one of my podcast episodes, which I'm going to shamelessly say this, like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
0: plug this right in.
1: Our genu- I'm, I'm genuinely saying this, the podcast episode we just released together I'm absolutely, like, I'm so excited about it. And I, I, it makes me want to just do all of them with <laughs> you. So I definitely want to do some more. But we yeah. talked a lot about this kind of stuff. And we talked about it in general. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I always say to people is, like, I think people think that when I talk about, you know, a spiritual awakening of any sorts or however you want to phrase it, or people going through a spiritual awakening, people that haven't been through that, they maybe think you wake up one day and you're like, oh, everything's amazing. Actually, it's usually that you wake up and you're like, what is life? And that's how the spiritual awakening has. I at least that's my experience. Everyone I've talked to, their spiritual awakening wasn't like they woke up one day and they're like, this is amazing. Uh, it's usually that they woke up one day and went, or they went through some sort of trauma. They went through something that pulled them right out of this like one one straight line way of thinking, and it like made them really think about what's important. Some form of death, not necessarily being physical, like it could have been a physical death of a person, it could have been the death of a belief system or religious cycle or whatever it is, or like literally a job, literally can happen anywhere. It's some form of trauma or death in your life that I find kind of like shoots you right into it because it makes you, yeah, like I said, to me, spirituality is like anything that makes you feel deeper connected to life. And it's usually through like that shadow, like that anything that pulls you out of like the the nine to five like normal just like yeah the life that that really makes you feel like really evaluate where you're at spiritually and it kind of yeah in a sense wakes you up it's like oh wow there's like a sun setting shadow outside every day like doing all this work whereas before it was just the sun one of my favorite quotes is like or moments in is uh um, in the power of now by Eckhart Tolle where he's like you're looking at he talks through basically everything in the book. It's really cool. And he's like, You're looking at that tree, you've seen a thousand times, but now it's really sticking out at you. And I was like, dude, get out of my head.
0: <laughs> get out <We're> <laughs> alien. <laughs> I was like,
1: alien.
0: Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Tulli's
1: like beautiful voice is just like I'm watching
0: <laughs> So I would love to hear just a little bit about um, when we talk about like the tree like the year where we are kind of that cycle like the tree Um, yeah a bit on that for everyone um watching like if if you have any insight into that
1: yes and I think it's gonna be cool because I don't know I always was interested in regular regular, regulars the normal astrology um but I never like I just can never memorize any of it and then when I got into trees I was like this makes sense like I was meant to like fully know this side of it so yeah so as i mentioned like celtic people looked like especially you know like my ancestors like growing up on the land like you're looking around you and you see these trees are offering these different physical medicines and then thus offering like mental and um spiritual medicines to us and and then we yeah you associate them with different lunar the 13 different lunar cycles So thus we got our alphabet from there and then we started tuning into their energies and then the energies of the year. So we actually just finished up the noon ash cycle. So the ash tree cycle. And um, now we're right now over the past, like I'd say, I think a couple days, almost a week. Exactly. Tomorrow uh, we're now in the uh, fern alder cycle. So the alder tree and i'm gonna be curious to know a little bit about yeah i guess your side of things of your side of the astrology because right now so alder physically like if you see an alder in the in the in the wild (laughs) in nature in the wild the the natural i need to stop being a little goop with my little jokes but i i I still love it um but when you see an alder in nature it's you know there's water nearby so it's actually really like ancient survival tactic is like if you can't find water and you can't see it, you you look for these trees and, and then it shows you them. So that's with that being said, there's definitely like this emotional tie to this cycle. So and this is funny because the um ash tree that just we just passed by, um, like with this past cycle, kind of had like that same vibe, except that was more of like a reflective emotional time. I feel like now, as like spring's coming up, it's a little bit more hopeful, and we're kind of finishing up this like. And it's definitely like water energy, like especially with spring. It's like this is the time where we start planting seeds in our lives and we're both going through an emotional time ourselves, like through crying and such. But if we look to the analogies of the earth, so right now would be the time that you would be starting to plant the seeds that you want to grow in your garden and watering them and continuing to water them so that they grow so that you didn't end up putting them outside and having them grow for the season. So, yeah, this is definitely a time, like, that's really, really, really intentional. There's a a bunch of, I guess, like, synchronicities with setting intentions, especially during this time, especially with spring and all these different things going on. So, I'd say right now is, like, it's so funny because a lot of people think of, like, setting intentions with, like, the new year and stuff. But actually, this is the time to be setting intentions, like, considering we are part of the earth we're not separate from it we're part of this food chain we use the earth as a home like what where we get our resources from all these things like we have to take into consideration the seasons and all these literal changes like literal, like we're watching snow melt and and like the sun come out and come out more and, like, all these, like, you know what I mean? It's such a physical thing, but we spiritually feel it. So, yeah, and, like, like literally can even spiritually see it, and I think that's such a special thing about earth-based spirituality. Is like, you can actually physically see it a lot of the time. So, yeah, mm-hmm. really important time for picking these seeds and being mindful of, and I feel like it, there's almost this sense of, like, feeling good about your emotions, too, is, like, if you're mindful with how, with what seeds you want to grow in your life, like, the, the kind of garden that you want to cultivate for this this season, like the rest of this season before the winter comes. And then you think about the con or like the idea of feeling emotional or going through these emotional times of like crying and such. A garden has always been a place where you can feel confident and like know that just because you're going through something difficult doesn't mean like you can feel confident in what you chose to grow and also it gives you like an outlet. So this is also a great time to be Like really set your intentions and be like, okay, this is what I need. This is like kind of what I I want to grow this year. Being mindful of that garden bed size, meaning like don't Mm. overshoot your garden. Don't try and plant a thousand things in your life. Like focus on the few things. Know you have limited time and space in this garden
0: Mm.
1: and, and really focusing on that. But also like having that confidence being like, yes, these are the few things that I feel really, really are important. So as you're working through these emotional times, you have this outlet And also as you've, after you've planted that, this is a great time to be working with like other people, meaning like connecting with other people and what they're going through, because this is a really important time to like reestablish that emotional connection with people. I feel like, especially over the past year and just like coming out of winter, we all just like went inwards and like was kind of like, nope, this is my hermit mode. This is time to like really connect with other people. Even if it's as simple as, like, talking to them about what they're doing with their personal gardens or their inner gardens or just talking about, like, the excitement of spring and, like, these new energies and new activities you can now do, I feel like that's really important. So it's kind of an interesting form of astrology because it's very, like, it's not the typical. So I'm curious to hear, like, what, yeah, like, how, I guess, like, the other puzzle piece of this, which is what you know.
0: Yeah, so how it relates, I think we went into... Um, alder right at the same time as we went into Aries. and um it is like when you mentioned that it's right by water all the time and it's like survival, it does remind me of like root chakra of like creating stability and like grounding, like regrounding and restructuring. Okay. Um, it's also the first astro sign of the year. so it's literally like Astro New Year when we Aries. So it does feel very, it relates very well to like the beginning and we're like planting seeds and setting intention for our new year, right? Um, in terms of like the element, Aries is very fiery. It's a very like active kind of like yang energy, which I think is like, springy right like we're like it's like that spring in our step and like the fire is reignited from the cold dark winter <laughs> <laughs> like you know ready to go outside and play and like spend some time in nature and we just have more energy like naturally in this season um but there there's a lot of similarities to to adler alder alder yeah <laughs> alder adler okay. I do that all the time <laughs> <laughs> but it does it does make sense to like when we have all this fiery energy or this like energy of like newness, right. We can feel spring is that it is very important to remember not to like bury too many seeds, not to set too many intentions, like diluted, right. And mindful of our intentions and be thoughtful with them, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I I really don't mean to do this like shameless, like, (laughs) like inserting this, but I did, um, like I said, I offer everything by donation, and I just like we just started this Alder Cycle, so if anyone does want to join, you can just go to my profile and in my link in the bio will say um, Sacred Tree, and you can register, and I'll send all. And it sends all the replays so you can catch up. We've only had three sessions, and even if you wanted to, you don't even have to watch the other two sessions until like the next year. It'll just be all in one folder, um, but it gives you the opportunity to join live. But I did talk. Um, a reason I'm suggesting this is because I really got in depth as to like why this is a really good time to like yeah plant these seeds like what this cycle is really important for it uses a lot of like the physical like it's kind of nice we break it down to like the mind body and spirit and so we talk a lot about the physical qualities of the tree but a lot of times I'm just focusing on like how we can learn from nature like like I said I think that's the cool thing about nature and why i find it to be so spiritual and i always say to people i'm like i'm like anytime you go outside or go for a walk or go for a walk in the trees like every person i've ever talked to is like no matter what you're going through you're just kind of like you it it really grounds you brings you back to the present moment and i just think it's a really important time right now to kind of be aware of like how we can look to the earth for like so many different lessons and almost like these stories like for example you can look outside and be like you know, I used to be a little insecure when I was first getting into trees and stuff. I'd be like, I'm the tree lady. Like, whatever. Are, people are probably like, like, it's a tree. Like, what, what are you, what are you going to tell me about, like, spiritual about these yeah. trees? But, um, but there really is, like, all these things we just don't even think about or question when we look at nature, where we're like, oh, I'm just changing of the seasons. Like, that's just another day. Or, like, Or what the sun does, like, photosynthesis to me is just, like, a freaking spiritual experience in itself. So I definitely think there's so much value in, like, synchronicities of, like, when we really kind of, yeah, just treat things a little bit more holistically. Just acknowledge that, like, yes, there's something spiritual that that's, like, untangible in regards to, like, that feeling when you go out into the forest. But also... Trees are literally like a physical thing we can see that is is like a part of spirituality, at least for me, that's how I feel. So um, you know, for some some other people it might be like, Oh, maybe tree isn't your vibe, but like making art is your vibe, or taking baths or reading, or whatever it like makes you feel like something like a little bit like something deeper in life. So I feel like I'm a broken record right now. But what <laughs> you said I thought was so cool because um yeah, I think I could go off about like this cycle right now but i think it does touch upon a lot of what you're saying and i think that's such a cool synchronicity with like celtic um astrology and then do you know like i always say regular astrology is it like where do you know anything about the origins or like i know i feel like it's just world like it's like a world thing it's not like a
0: yeah there's i think there's different lineages of astrology um there's like really like i think it's like I can't remember what it's called.
1: If we remember, we'll we'll throw it in a description or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, traditional astrology, and then there's, like, before that. And I've had, um, like, my natal charts read from, like, either lineage, and they're a little bit, but, like, they have similar roots. But, yeah, I think that it comes down to, like, it just being, like, the same... Like message, but just different. Like the same tarot and the archetypes, and like astrology relates to each each card in the tarot and stuff. Like all just the basic element of this human experience. It seems, you know.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. I kind of want to. Are you okay if I segue into two things? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, Two things that I felt really called to say when we were talking about this is one, I would love to pull like a card for kind of like this like next cycle. It's from a deck that I never use, especially like I I use it for myself. I think I've used it on like one or two people before, but I definitely want to pull something for like this next cycle. And also if it's cool with you, one of the great examples of like kind of, yeah, you know trees and how we can take these analogies in this garden that i want to touch upon is crystals if you're okay with that because yeah so as i was kind of mentioning with like my story like i was always really into crystals i collected them i thought there's something so like beautiful about them but also intangible it's funny i make this joke because i'm sure like i'll kind of give this example so if you like look like at crystals like these this one's kind of hard to tell but it's actually like there's like a whole galaxy in it but you just can't tell with the light. these are you know these ones are like traditionally like a little bit like like oh they're beautiful stones and it's funny because I have like hundreds of stones but my all time favorite rock is this and I I get so many laughs when I use this because they're like they're like I have these like I have also like huge rocks like beautiful colors I like all these different things and people are like this is your favorite rock and the reason it is just because like the energy it's like unreal and so I want to touch upon this a little bit because. I I think it's a, this is kind of how I came up with my own version of spiritual readings is I collected crystals and I started like pairing them up with my readings. And so for example, I'll pick, let's pick this crystal because it's on theme. So this is a fossilized tree, which is actually really, really cool. So it's basically dendritic. And so this stone, like the words associated with it is like community grounding, routine tradition kind of finding like ceremony or like a safe space and just like deep healing it's very much like a, a, a tree oriented stone so for example if I was doing a reading for you and I picked this crystal for you I mean I might be like okay you know you have to focus more on like Creating a sense of like ceremony in your life, like like vamping up your ceremony. So maybe Mm -hmm. you used to, maybe you're used to doing like a. I feel like I'm actually doing a little bit of reading right now for you, but like, (laughs) um, but like maybe you you do certain like routines around your like spiritual practices. But to me, this would say refresh them, keep the ones that feel really resonate with you, and maybe start like integrating some new just to kind of keep that spring fresh energy. Whereas for someone else, which this is just going to kind of be pulled out with my hat, but for someone else, this might represent like getting more involved in their community. Maybe they've taken time to be a little bit more in their own like world and they've kind of lost a sense of connection. So this would be maybe a good treat. And that's good for the cycle too, to like get involved with their community. So I'm sure you feel this way. Like just let's say you pick the same tarot card for me versus someone else. Like it can be, it's two different cards because it can be interpreted a different way. For them it might refer to like let's say you picked a card around like love it could be regards to like their love of work or like falling in love with the passion again or a partner like it can mean so many different things and i think that's the cool thing with crystals is like someone can look at this and be like how do you how do you jump to that like sense of like energy like why is it when you carry around like this crystal it makes you feel that sense of community and stuff and i kind of use it as almost like like now that I've explained to you what this crystal means, if I were to give it to you, like even just like subconsciously you have the stone that you've like associated with all these key words mm-hmm. that you like, can remember, let's say the crystal reading we did or like what you associate it with. So it's basically like carrying around a physical reminder of the energy of that crystal, if that makes sense. So that's why I think a lot of people think like crystals are just like this magical thing that like somehow miraculously have energy, but it's whatever you associate it with. Like I could like, it's whatever you give the value of something. So to me, this is like a natural like object. Like it's not like I'm carrying around. I don't know. I'm trying to like find something random. Like my, my notebook and <laughs> yeah. being like this, this represents like life, you know, you could do something like that, but there's something nice about crystals where like the way they're formed, all these things can be interpreted. Like I got all this because the way this is formed is from trees and trees like have, have so many like analogies around these topics and like the forest and all these different things. So that can be translated into my life, if that makes sense. So that's kind of how I ended up forming crystal readings. But I think this also is really important to talk about because I think it reconnects people to like, yeah, just like these messages that are all around us within Mm -hmm. nature and also like the energy of crystals beyond just like what you Google, like really just try and challenge yourself and be like, what does this like really remind me of and why, or what, it, or even if you do Google it, that's totally fine. Um, just like it gives you a sense of like the keywords you remembered or like that resonated with you from what you read if that makes sense like it's just like that it's more than just like the energy of it of course it is like so unique that it formed the fact that this formed over hundreds and hundreds of years of just being a tree is pretty insane so like or versus this being like a blue rock like how does that even happen so like it's it's miraculous in itself but also yeah it just has so much that it represents. And I think sometimes, yeah, pe- I get that question a lot where people are like, How does this crystal represent this energy? And I'm like, It's what resonates with you. And it kind of gives you, like, I just went off about this crystal, but now it, I guess you can associate it with those key words or just like you can hold in kind of subconsciously recall all the energy that we talked about that it represents. And like, it's nice to carry around day to day, be like, Okay, I need a sense of grounding. Mm-hmm. Or I need to feel a better sense of community. And it kind of gives you something to focus on with that.
0: Yeah, I really feel like you can you tune into like the energy of crystals like really naturally as well. Like I I know we connected for um, like a Mm -hmm. card crystals for me, and they felt like they all really resonated. And I think there's like an intuitive energy to the crystals as well that you can. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like you just have that like sensitivity to the energy. emits or whatever you feel from that crystal from that object yeah i remember when you told me about like tiger's eye i still have it
1: nice
0: <laughs> like this was recognized by you um based on like my energy and like how i can connect to my own like personal energy and i thought that was just so cool that like you felt that and could like connect it to a crystal like yeah. you know yeah and, yeah yeah I totally get what you're saying. A hundred percent.
1: There's like an intuitive energy to it. I just think it's something like, like I said, there's like a holistic side to everything. So like, there's kind of like a mind, a physical side to this crystal. There's like a spiritual side, like an energetic side. And then there's like a mental side. Like what, like I said, like what, do, what words do I associate with this crystal? What energy do I give those words? Um, what does it look like if it's blue? Like this, like also to me translate as like it's literally called angelite so it reminds me of angels and like sky energy and this airy energy this like creation energy and then yeah there's also like the intuitive side like there's a reason why for example like i I genuinely kind of just did a little mini reading for you so like there's a reason why I, that those words popped out at me for that crystal yeah and like around ceremony versus for someone else it could be yeah it could be about like connecting with their community more like that doesn't just happen and just like you said, I'd say like my, the the most powerful and most attuned reading I offer is the, I do tree and crystal like together because I find it just real, you've experienced it. It like flows really well together and it doesn't just come from nowhere. Like I've, I've always received amazing feedback, especially people are usually blown away from the crystal stuff because I basically, I don't have like a, a I don't have a book I'm reading from, from there's no prompts it's literally just like here's the name this is what it means this is what I think it means for you and then I get very specific so <laughs> I definitely definitely agree there's I don't want to like shot down the, the intuitive side to that I think that's just something that's harder to explain
0: <laughs> yeah okay so we have just over 10 minutes left okay break some kind of card situation yeah I don't know if you can see the comments. I don't think you can, can you?
1: I am I am seeing the comments. I don't know. I've never done a live, so I didn't I don't know how to react to people. Okay. I didn't want to get off track, but uh I I did see um like everyone I wanted to like wave <laughs> and <laughs> I um I, I have to go back through everyone after. Um so yeah, I think I mentioned to you when I that's the other thing. So when I do tree readings alone, let alone tree and crystal, it's like such a I can go off for an hour. So Um, I was having a feeling that I shouldn't do a tree reading because it like literally will go by like an hour like so quickly but um, this is definitely like what I feel like really lined with same with the crystal but I did feel really called to do this this bad boy right here it's a herbal healing deck and it's going to be a little bit more because like I said when I get intuitive I just go off for like an hour and just like really keep drawing from this so this is going to be a bit more like tuning into the energy of different like plants, even vegetables, trees, and the messages that they have and how they can be interpreted in our lives, because I definitely think my intention now from like reflecting back on what we've talked about is like really tuning people into how spirituality or just like the magic of the earth is literally around them every day. And there's so much we can learn from like noticing it. And it's kind of like that childlike energy. It's like when you're a kid and you would like climb a tree or you'd find a a rock going to be the same rock as all the other ones, but you think it's special, or finding a a really cool leap on the ground. It's just really I don't know. That's what I love about earth-based stuff. I just feel like a kid. <laughs> I think
0: that's what we've both been like. A lot of the times, like our journeys are pretty parallel. Like even though we don't live in the same city, we've never met in person. Like <laughs> I feel like every time. I Always forget that. <laughs> I know. I feel like every time we connect, um, that we have very experiencing very similar things we're going through very similar things on our journey you know and is something that we've both playing with and being curious so i think that's really cool that you mentioned that the childlike wonder of just like the miracles of everyday life like that's you know
1: yeah like my quick side note to that is uh i talked about it way too much in the last tree course lesson that I did I kept bringing up sewing because it honestly was a huge spiritual lesson for me I always wanted to get into sewing and I was like I want to get more like sustainable with the things I'm finding and make things yeah. but I was always like I'm not good at it don't know what I'm doing I'm not going to take lessons so I always held back and then I finally was like no I'm just gonna go on YouTube I'm just gonna try me set a night aside and honestly it was such a spiritual experience because one like inner child too. We've mentioned this in the most recent podcast we did together, which I'll have to like link to everyone afterwards. But like how the older you get, the less likely you are to try new things. And the more things you've tried in life. So there's less you feel like there's less new to explore, or you just get in these routines. And man, like there it's literally childlike wonder. It brings all this like creation energy being like, Whoa, I'm capable of doing new things in life. It's it's pretty mind blowing. Like I know it's It sounds so simple, but genuinely, like if anyone's ever wanted to try something, whether it be like sewing or horseback riding or whatever it is, I highly encourage it, especially with the spring energy cycle, because it's, don't underestimate it. It's, it's especially, like I said, I feel like I'm probably talking to people who are like, like older than, you know, being in. A kid
0: <laughs> like being a kid
1: so like a lot of people are probably haven't tried anything super new in a long time or that they really want to try before yes yeah. it's, it's pretty insane like it, it really does like bring this whole I don't know just like almost hope to cycle you mushroom thoughts we, we, we this is just the podcast I'm not going to get into it but yeah everyone will have to listen to the podcast because yeah we talked a lot about the importance of making shitty art and how amazing that is
0: yeah just having Exploration of creativity, and I truly believe that, like, the further we go back to our childhood or like inner child not even childhood but like that energy that we embody freedom, that curiosity, and this ultimate just like it's enlightenment that's what that is. That's what yeah. that
1: is. We're,
0: we're trying to get back to that inner child energy through like undoing it and learning all the shit that we learned as adults and the for, like the closer we get to energy the closer we get to it
1: oh I love that okay so I picked a card when you were talking about all this because I was like I was like this is just like fiery energy and I'm not surprised this came up and I also like if people don't believe me on this like I said you can check out the tree course because I even talked about this and even my I think like second or third most uh, recent Instagram post with all the like white flowers. I talked about spring and what it represents. So I ended up pulling walnut, like the walnut tree, and it represents letting go. And um, I think you also uh, maybe talked, I think we talked about that podcast we were listening to and they covered walnut too. Um, So the reason why, before I even get into reading about this, like the reason why I think this is like a huge synchronicity, this really goes hand in hand with Alder energy and with like this spring energy of letting go is like um this is very much the time to like basically decompose anything from like last year's garden when i say garden anytime i'm referring to this is all like analogy so like anything from the past year that doesn't serve you anymore like this is the time to let it go because you like i said you're you have your inner garden like this like garden of your life and you have limited time and space you need to give things space to grow so there's no point in keeping like, you know, dead plants in this garden that aren't, you aren't planning on regrowing or just taking away energy and time from the things you really want to cultivate. So, you know, as simple as this word sounds, and I know every spiritual person's been there like, let this go. But like really, really being intentional with looking at your life and like making that comparison. And this is going to sound like a weird comparison, but I talked about this recently. It's like, I give the comparison of like friends. So think of someone who really, like, who's the first person you think of when you think of someone who really supports you, always makes you feel good, always, like, makes you feel grounded and just, like, better in the space with them, and then think of someone who you don't really, someone that you, you know, you've met, maybe surface level, like, you've just met once in your life at, like, a party or wherever, crossing paths, you don't really have, I guess, too much, you don't have anything, like, that positivity of that, you know, friend that you think of, like, as the supportive friend, attached to this more surface level friend. You don't have anything bad associated with them. You don't have anything necessarily like overwhelmingly good. Mm-hmm. But when you make that comparison, you're like the the way I feel of this like casual friend that maybe I've met once in my life and, and didn't like, we never really ended up connecting too much versus the person I think of in this like su- super high regard who supports me fully and makes me feel that way. This is kind of that energy is sometimes we have to let go of those things, giving that time and energy to that more casual friend or thing or pursuit in your life and instead kind of give that extra time and energy even if it's a little bit to the people that make us feel that sense of support so that's very much this energy for this next cycle are you okay if i read
0: yeah i love that and the other side it's like weeds like we're weeding the garden yeah to cultivate growth
1: yeah and 100 this is very also like mushroom energy of like decomposing what's no longer needed and just like making way for the things that are going to support you and help you grow and make you feel like that sense of yeah like like you said root chakra vibes in the cycle like that sense of like having solid foundations the roots are where you get or where trees get their nutrients it's how they communicate it's 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 essential to literally their sense of living so just like really grounding in, in that energy so I can't make this up. Who was talking about Eckhart Tolle? So, the <laughs> quote, I can't make this up. The quote is literally Eckhart Tolle. So, with letting go. So, uh, so, whoa, this is weird. Are you ready for this? And we talked about this during, this is why my reading to turn me out. And I'll freak out this much when I'm doing readings for people will be like, dude, do you do this? So, and we talked about this. Ready for my treading on water lightly? here we go some changes look negative on this negative on the surface but you will soon realize that the space is being created in your life for something new to emerge
0: it's like total tower vibes like
1: death vibes like the like making way for like even though it's like uncomfortable it doesn't mean letting go is easy it doesn't mean it's like positive or like feels good but it gives you that space like I, we literally talked about this though, so, like how i made that comparison of like an old like a spiritual awakening of a sort. of like let's say it's like you know you stop being friends with someone that can be or you have an ex of any sort friendship or romantic it can make you feel like you just want to keep giving your energy in that direction even if they're not in your life versus now giving time and energy to someone who gives you that support like we were just talking about
0: yeah
1: definitely tower vibes like tower vibes like yeah like not the card of death but like Um, like death in regards to like nature like I said like this mushroom decomposing Mm -hmm. like the other thing quickly about that is that I always tell people is like when something dies in nature like when a tree dies does it stay on the surface for forever or does a plant stay on the surface for forever no like you watch trees shed their leaves and decompose and then like new plants emerge from there like that's how trees like reproduce so when something dies I think a lot of people are or like whether it be like a friendship or um like a, a work Like situation or whatever it is in your life, like whatever death is occurring, a lot of people get scared because they don't know where to put their time and energy to. They used to give it to this thing, but literally, with the decomposing that happens in nature, new plants, new things emerge that are better suiting. So, amen to that. So, (laughs) yeah, I was gonna say
0: you're feeling this vibe. That's literally how I describe the death card to people, like is how that compost decomposing returning to the earth like new things come that. and i truly believe too that like when we're challenging challenging our expansion like there always has to be some release
1: yeah
0: make space and i'm sure if you think back to like big crossroads or big times of expansion or growth for yourself that there's always an element of release Always. yeah yeah oh because I
1: feel like we can just go off of each other for forever. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to this. I'm not even replying to you. Put that so perfectly. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about walnuts. So the walnut family contains three similar species of trees: the English walnut, native to Europe; the butternut and black walnut species of America. While each has its own distinct character, they are similar enough physically and spiritually that we discuss them as a family. This is appropriate because walnut medicine deals with the family ties and values. So this is once again like this is going to be the um, energy for the cycle. So even if this doesn't even refer to your family, like, like I said, this can refer to your chosen family. So, um, like common household dwellings or like people you live with or friendships, like anything that's like a, a family, it can be work family, anything like that kind of sense of different communities that you have in your life, whether it be work community, house communities, etc. So the principal lesson in Walnut is letting go these trees are best known for delicious and energy-packed nuts that grow within the thick hulls. The hulls of the black walnut are best known for the herbal medicine, providing relief to constipation and encouraging body to dispel parasites. So although that doesn't sound like a pleasant (laughs) analogy, but it's true. If it helps like process our food and digestion, like how can we interpret that into our lives? Like if it's literally physically cleansing our bodies, walnut is really good for that kind of getting things flowing and Giving your body more space to take in new nutrients and new mm. medicines and new plants. So this is in uh, indicative of the need to purge. So like purging anything in your life, like both physical and spiritual and mental that do not serve you. Um, examine places that have become blocked in your life and. Seek to let them go. It may be clearing clutter that is needed, physical cleanse of the body, or release of limiting beliefs or patterns. Oftentimes, drawing walnut indicates a need to let go of family patterns in order to grow individuality. So definitely cool because I tied to that at the beginning of my story of um, my spiritual, like, kind of development. This is reflected by the unique evolutionary tactic of these trees. Walnut produced the jungle, which is a substance that prevents other plants from growing around it. Even fellow walnuts have difficulty sprouting underneath the parent tree. Luckily, the thick hull of the nut provides a bounce that propels them far enough away to grow into tall, stately trees. That's really cool because walnut kind of comes in the shell and they'll like roll away so that they can plant. This indicates a need to break away from the influence of others especially tight-knitted connections that forge by the bonds of family. Parents must allow their children enough space to grow into individuals. If you are a parent, perhaps this is the reason that walnut has come into your awareness. More likely, however, you are a child who needs to break away. And this doesn't just refer to like your parents, like even sometimes like people have partners or friends that kind of have that parental figure in their life. So just being aware, it's not necessarily like I have to like distance myself from my family or chosen family. It's saying like Be aware of how other people's beliefs differ from yours or what you're taking on. Um, Uh, Perhaps there is some residual resentment of or attachment to the parents that needs to be cleared away before a personal expansion can take place. You need not ever sever family ties. Just be aware of the influence of them in your life, which is what I was saying. Um, Ask yourself how other people's opinions and personalities or values might be influencing your own and do you have enough space to grow? So all of the things we've been talking about. Walnuts are typically the last to gain their leaves in the spring and the first to lose them in the fall. They expend the most energy, creating the nutritious nuts that have sustained the human life for ages. Timing is important to consider here. How do you maximize the energy you expand in a way that will nourish you? That's really important. Various parts of the walnut tree make a good topical remedy for treating fungal infections, such as ringworm, fungi, and parasites are the metaphor for the kind of attachment that is harmful to an individual. The walnut has the affinity for the head, treating the scalp conditions, and darkening and thickening the hair. Is there something or someone that won't get out of your hair perhaps you find your mind muddled with memories of past events relationships preventing you from moving forward walnut suggests that the pressing need to clear your mind and get back to the present moment walnut flower essence is used in times of great transition and metamorphosis be willing to let go of anything that is holding you back without exception know that whatever death you might experience now will free up energy for new growth in your life can't make this up so <laughs> nothing less than sheer courage is the call for such times of great change call upon the strong strength of walnut spirit to help you remove energetic detachments and to gain new freedom so once again i did a lot of reading usually when i do readings i'll like i'll like kind of break it down and be like this is what it means in your life and get more specific but because it's the group reading and because we're tight on time i'm gonna like i only did a, a very small amount but yeah. um just one of the ways that nature can teach us, like, holistically. So I'm very I'm happy we got to do this. Walnut's very special to me, too.
0: I love that. I feel like um, I've seen, like, walnut essence, like, in stores and stuff, like, as, like, a flower essence or, like a, yeah. like, a tincture almost. And I feel like, yeah, I feel called to that, like, helping with transition and change and, and, and stuff. Like, it feels very rooted and grounded.
1: Yeah, and I think that's so cool because a lot of people don't think of, for example, like when I said moving through cycles, food and stuff like that, a lot of people forget that literally food is medicine. Like I know that sounds very cliche, but like a lot of people eat walnuts and it's like whatever. <laughs> but like imagine how powerful it is knowing the intention of walnut now and eating it. Yeah. Let alone working with it or being around it, being working whatever it is. Like that's just the energy is very powerful. If you are very mindful of the process of eating it, that's that's pretty cleansing it fit literally they were saying it physically helps like move things along so that yeah. translates so like, cool
0: <laughs> like detox like during this like change into spring i feel like a lot of us are called to kind of eat better or like fat a bit or do a little cleanse or whatever get rid of the stagnant winter energy yeah but maybe good for all. everyone go out and get some walnut <laughs> <laughs> go get the walnut yeah move. I
1: love.
0: It. like physically move that energy out of our physical bodies
1: and i feel like this is very important as i was mentioning that this is a really important time to be setting intentions this makes this made sure that i touched upon because we've had to talk about so much i, I feel like i'm all over the place a little bit but the importance of letting go before you set your intentions because mm. otherwise you might focus or give time and energy to things that actually aren't Really, that best friend in your life runs to store. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Go get some walnuts. (laughs) I know. I kind of (laughs) want (laughs) to go get (laughs) some. I
0: I think it's it's um we have a full moon coming up as well in a few days. Um, and it's a really good time to release and work with full moon energy. So yeah, like working with some walnuts on the full moon or having some on your space or in your sacred space. Um just as, like, an energetic, like, I think that, yeah, yeah, just lots of things, lots of ways to work with walnut.
1: Yeah, and walnut's actually one of the trees that are very, have a very strong energy, it's very similar to coconut, a lot of people are very, like, especially a lot of different um, cultures are very careful with um, walnut, just because it has, like, a history of, like, a lot of people won't sit under walnut trees, depending on, like, their beliefs, so um, it's a very protective force, it's something to be very, like, Uh, if you're ever working with walnut to just especially on a spiritual level to just kind of like really sing your praise and be like thank you so much and Mm -hmm. so appreciative and really connect to that and connect to like and you can feel it like especially when you hold like a walnut not like the nut that's within it but like the shell within it it's literally like oh it's there's all this cool spiritual properties walnuts associated with the brain it literally looks like a brain it's so cool but yeah just being very mindful of how like I think people holding like especially like a raw like walnut, it, you feel like that sense of like protection and like just looking at it, like looking at the fact that when you crack it open it looks like a little brain when like and then you eat it. It's like there's all these cool things. Like it's actually supposed to be good for like mental health, um or cognitive health. So yeah. there's all these cool things that we see show up physically within that. and then, yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we hit it all today. We did it. Everything. For... <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just thinking I'm like wow I'm so sorry I like I hope I didn't take up too much time going off about trees for 10 years but I had a great time so thanks so much for hosting me
0: yeah thanks for coming thanks for spreading your light and spreading your magic and sharing your story and I I know you just have such a, a unique connection to spirit so thank thanks. you reach out to Mel amazing intuitive reader like You already got a glimpse, like... I don't have to say anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And once again, everything, uh, all my services are by donation. And for my zero waste store, I try to keep things as well priced as possible. So that way it's like everything in my store is basically something that you buy once and you never have to buy again, except for the most recent sponges that we have. But we are going to be switching that over. But they are natural. So everything I have is, yeah, especially for services wise, it's by donation to make it as accessible as possible to everyone. But being able to still like uphold my small business. So... Everything's appreciated. I always tell people, like, why not just try it out? But totally whenever it calls to anyone, I think they're definitely unique. I know you know that. (laughs) They're unique readings. They're really cool.
0: That's my mom with the thumbs up.
1: Oh, yeah. That's so
0: sweet. (laughs) Reaching out for a reading.
1: Oh, that's so awesome.
0: (laughs) I got a feeling.
1: Yes. Oh my god, I love that.
0: <laughs> All right, well, man, Ugh, I could just talk to you for hours and, <laughs> hours and hours and stuff. But yeah, I'd love to have you back. Maybe we can do like a more in-depth reading or jump on live randomly sometime, perhaps. Yeah. Or like...
1: Keep everyone on toes.
0: Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks
1: so much for hosting me. And I'm, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going to want to like listen to this and see me nerd out, yeah. it out. Thank you so much. Um, I had such a good time and I appreciate anyone who came on
0: here. we we'll chat again soon. Thanks everybody. Yes. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>